You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Aaron Harks. Hello, hello, hello. This is Aaron Harks with the Mistress of None. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and every week. I appreciate you all very much. Uh, having a lot of exciting stuff coming up, a lot to talk about, uh, but my intro this week is going to be pretty short because the interview went a little bit long, um, but it was worth it. You'll see. Uh, I'm so excited. I am now working on my comedy special and album to come out on December 6th. If you are in the area then I hope you will join me for the celebration in Saratoga that night. But if you are not in the area, then make sure you're signed up for my mailing list so you can get info on how to watch the special and how you can download the album and get the album. And hopefully if we all work together, we can get this thing uh, to hit high on the charts on iTunes uh, that's my dream anyway. So you're going to hear a lot about that between now and then just a fair warning. So just mark December 6th and sign up for my mailing list at AaronHarks.com. I worked really hard on this special. I'm still working hard on it. I was going over some things last night and I noticed this one omission. And so there was a full blown panic to get the joke added back into it and sent to reprogram for the label up in Toronto so we can still have its release date on December 6th. So it's being mixed and mastered right now uh, by my buddy Josh Morris, who you know I love to mention at least every episode. Um, I can't even say that I hate him this time because he's completely saving my life. Uh, so once that's done, if you hear me just space out for a second, it's because I'm eagerly awaiting this file to forward along to the label so that it can still come out on the day that I told people it was going to come out. There's never a dull moment in this industry. And it's it's like a high risk, high reward kind of thing, I guess, because I talked to somebody just last week and they seemed impressed with some of the stuff that I was doing. And then for a second, I think they had this like, you know, like I only do this or that moment, like not trying to sound like a dick, but they just seem like, you know, all I do. And I was like, that's fine. I said, I should also mention that I, you know, I don't sleep. And they were like, oh yeah, well I sleep like a baby. I was like, well, you know, to each their own. Everybody has things that they do and things that they love. And so maybe there is a part of me that's a bit of a masochist that just loves to be stressed out over this shit. But I'm, I'm excited for when the album is going to come out and um, I'll probably go into hiding for the holidays except for some scheduled posts to remind people to look, listen, share. Uh, again, if you're in the area, we're having a party at uh, UPH on December 6th. All the info is on my website. And if you're not in the area, like I said, just get the album. Um, if you want a sneak peek, you can sign up for my Patreon page, which is also at AaronHarks.com. I'm going to be... Uh, offering up some sneak peeks to those folks who have been nice and have been supporting me. And um, as far as music goes, there's going to be some new songs. I just finished a new song this past weekend. So I'm going to get a recording of that put up by this weekend uh, for those lovely supporters. And then the rest of y'all can hear that some other time, maybe even at Cafe Lena. The last Wednesday of every month, I will be there for my new singer-songwriter showcase, which I'm super excited about. Uh, we'll be featuring different singer-songwriters of the Capital Region and beyond the last Wednesday of every month at Cafe Lena. Uh, again, all the info is on the website. So that's enough plugging for me. Uh, my interview this week was, and I, I open it with an apology to everyone else that I've interviewed, but everybody that knows me and knows this person just understands that she's just one of my favorite humans um, in the whole wide world. And there's something about this woman that she's just so cool that when she likes you, it makes you feel like you're cool too, I guess. <laughs> like, you know, I'm so flattered by her friendship because of all the people that she meets and all of the things that she gets to do and all of these really amazing people that she encounters in her work that to be considered 
by her is just a coup to me. And she's just awesome. I, I love her. She was, um, I use the term loosely, but she was a bridesmaid at my wedding. And the reason I use it loosely is because she's obviously not like the dress wearing type. Um, in fact, I was talking to someone else about the wedding the other day and how when I was doing my dress fitting, um, I had four female bridesmaids that were in dresses and then I had a male bridesmaid, I guess, and then there was Kiki. And so when my friend Ed said to me, what should I wear that day? I was like, just anything blue, blue suit, whatever. And I go, knowing Kiki, she's going to wear the same thing that she wore to her wedding. And I leaned out and Kiki was like, yup. <laughs> I was just like, Kiki wears what Kiki wants to wear and I'm fine with it. I was not that bride, but I just laughed because I knew that that was going to be what she wore. And probably her biggest dress up outfit for the rest of her life. And I love her for that and so many other things. And so this was a super fun interview and, um, it was so informal. Honestly, um, we just talked and laughed and got nothing done much like every time we get together. And, uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And if you don't, eh, it's not for everybody, but have a listen. This is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Kiki Vasilakis. We'll be right back with Mistress of None. I'm Erin Harks. You're listening to the Mistress of None podcast with Erin Harks. Hello, hello, hello. This is Erin Harks, uh, Mistress of None podcast, and my guest today, sorry to all the other guests, but you got to know. You got to know. You got to know. This is my favorite, because she's just my favorite human in the whole wide world. My guest today is Kiki Vasilakis. What up? What's happening, what sissy? Up? Sissy Panda Bear? No, I miss you. I miss you, too. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. Me, too. Yeah. Um, Kiki and I are both... Um, ridiculously busy, and so our yeah. friendship has taken a hit. Yeah, but uh, it's and our wallets and our. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always so absolutely wonderful to see you. It is. I almost feel like, and I don't know what this is saying, but I feel like because we aren't seeing each other as often as we once were, I feel like it just makes the time that we spend together uh, more precious. I mean, will. however you want to spin it. But if you don't want to spend time with me, I understand. I honestly fucking hate you. <laughs> so I was trying to be nice about it because you have I'm on your podcast. You're trying to be nice for once in your life. I was trying to be nice. You miserable twat. Okay, so here just just a little disclaimer, just right off the bat, we are we are at Kiki's house, and yes, um, Kiki in the is suburbs. Kiki's a new dad, daddy with an eye, daddy with an eye, and um. Her precious Rocky is sleeping. He is. And you know what this reminds me of? Hell. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry, maybe it's maybe my version. Okay. One, one of the things it reminds yeah. me of. Um, when I when very early on in our friendship, I had gotten like bad news about um my my vocal cords. I was having issues with a, did we really wake him already? We didn't. We were talking normal. That was the same way we've been. That's on him. We didn't even raise our voices yet. So does it's this mean we can? It, it's because you came home. No, it's because you called me a daddy, <laughs> and he got upset. So our special guest today is—is is she pissed? No, but the baby is. All right. Well, our special guest today is Rocky. Anyway, yeah. so um. Yeah, so years early in our relationship, I got that uh, news. That <laughs> Sorry, if you can hear the monitor in the background, that's my baby. That's the baby. He just my wants baby. to be heard. Um, yes. I got news that I was having trouble with my vocal cords, and one of the things that they said I had to do was talk softer. Mm -hmm. And one of the first people that I saw after I got that news was you. And it's hard for us to do. And we 
it lasted about four seconds of like talking to each other softly. And then we were laughing so hard at how creepy we sounded, which is what I'm being reminded of right now. I feel like that's <laughs> that creepy, like, hi, Kiki, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm real good. <clears throat> I'm great. Because, I mean, neither one of us are known for being very quiet. Honestly, that's so true. And yeah. I feel like right now, I do feel bad that, that I, I hope it wasn't. I don't think it was us. It wasn't us. We didn't We time. didn't get any louder. Oh, my watch is dead. Oh, wow. Um, 8.58. Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, <laughs> I dare you to yell, keep it down. No. <laughs> I love being married. And I love my baby. I'm, gonna, I'm not. You know what we do do though sometimes? What? How does that go over? Well, she does it. Oh, to the baby when, or no, to you? To herself when she like oh. slams things or whatever. She'll shush herself. That's awesome. Oh, poor little guy. And so, I do um. Feel bad. We were here uh, a couple of months ago shooting the album cover for my mm -hmm. upcoming comedy CD. Yeah. CD. My comedy album. Ooh. What's a CD? And, I'm uh, 40. We were in the bathroom, not to give the, the cover away. It's nothing raunchy. Don't let your brain go there. But we were in the Too bathroom late. and we had the door closed and we had the lights off. And like, like uh, Kiki's wife started yelling at us because the flash was so bright. <laughs> it was it was like shining under the baby's door, like like lightning. It was. It was. And we're like, how how can you see that? And she was like, it's coming through. We're like, sorry. Yeah. We ended up putting a towel on the. Remember, we put a towel. Yeah. At the bottom of the door. It was reminiscent so of college. Yeah. We had a spoof too. A spoof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was so. I was like through the door. Yeah, we like almost didn't believe her, but then like, why would she make that up? Yeah, she ain't no liar. No. All right. So for those of you that don't know, and honestly, I can't imagine who does not know who this fucking person is. My wife? No, oh. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My wife? Kiki is, uh, I mean, she's a lot of things, but mostly known in the area as just the best photographer so kind of you to say. It's the truth. I do appreciate it. Other photographers, I will say that to them too, and they don't argue at all. People just accept it. It's just a fact. About themselves? That you are the oh, best. I was like, well, why would anybody argue if you're saying that themselves? Oh, I don't are... say that to other people. Oh. I say Kiki's the best, and they're like, she is. And I was That's like, yeah. really nice to hear, honestly, yeah. especially like uh, in these times in life where I'm just so into being a mom. Yeah. That like, you know, I'm not shooting as much as I'd like to. So it's nice to hear. Thank you. Well, maybe that's another thing like absence makes the heart grow fonder. So maybe mm -hmm. like, you know, like I took a step back from some of the cover gigs and then people want me. I'm like, well, oh, where were you a year oh, ago? It's a, it's a little more expensive now because mm -hmm. I, I, I pretend that I'm also a mom and I'm like, for me to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> you are a mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. A mommy. With um, an eye. Yeah. My uh, my husband, yeah, he does like to leave a lot of crummies on the counter. I'm her husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my counter. <laughs> so, yes, Kiki is a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal photographer. Um, if you haven't seen her stuff, like, again, who who are you? More people have got to know who you are than know who I am. So every great picture of me that you've ever liked or seen on social media, I can guarantee has been taken by Kiki. I would say that's true based on some of the other photos I've seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's it's no. right. But when I first met Kiki, um, again, not to say that you were just, but um, I, I only knew you as a musician. You, yeah. were, you were a drummer. Yeah, and actually it's so funny that you say that. There's so many people that don't even realize that I play music. And for a while, I was known as only a drummer. And then just kind of started shooting shows and basically transitioned. I only play in like one band now and transitioned into primarily being a photographer. Yeah. 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 When I, we met through, you know, the music scene, obviously, and just kind of inadvertently just became. Even, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't even really know. I think you and I became 
good friends after a breakup that I had. And I was like, I need to make friends that weren't friends what I, through this person. And then... I Yeah, I was definitely around during that part. Yeah. But we uh, we just kept like bumping into each other. Yeah. And I think, well, one of my favorite stories is you were outside of um, Valentine's and I was playing at Quintessence, neither of which are there anymore, sadly. I know. But I it's like tragic. I pulled up to Quintessence to load in and I saw you standing outside. So I just like Facebook messaged you and said, come next door when you're done. And like you walked in in the back of the room and you just were like, oh. Like, I, let out, like one of those things and I just started laughing ow. so hard I was like all right well we're we're friends we're now, friends now. Yeah. yeah yeah and, and it, isn't that wild that's probably like 15 years ago maybe longer uh 12 and I only know that because I've only been sober for 13 and that first year I didn't make oh. friends I mean you may have known me longer but I didn't fucking know anybody yeah I I knew you just through music before yeah because I was at Savannah's all the time yeah and you see I didn't know that you were at Savannah's yeah because I was barely there <laughs> It was like changing over to a daycare center when I was getting. When I went sober, they went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Number 260. Can I be <laughs> new recording number 269? Yes, you're that special. It's going to be really fun to match this to audio. We clapped. Later, we clapped. So. No, but we had to restart everything. What do you edit it in? In Premiere? No. The video and audio? Because you can do audio sync. Why don't I just send it to you and you do it for me? In five years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah. Well, at least the audio is still going. I don't know how to make it stop picking up my phone, though. So whatever. Okay. So anyway, okay. So yeah, so that was about 12 years ago. I also remember we met up on the, uh, like, uh, downtown when they um, passed the, the gay marriage we were at like a rally for Gays. something like that, and we got yelled at by a certain somebody because we were goofing around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. If we if we went to high school together, I think we they would have separated been, us. We would have been kicked out of one hundred percent. Yeah, they would have separated completely us. Completely inappropriate laughter. They would have been like, <laughs> "You're gonna have to sit over here, <laughs> and you're gonna sit over here," and we we would be like. <laughs> Whipping fucking paper airplanes at one another. Oh, uh, 100%. No, I would have been spitballs. Actually, no, I was a little bitch in high school. Were you? Medium. Medium bitch? Yeah. Were you a spitballer? No, I was like, don't do that, guys. Uh, oh, that kind it's of bitch. It's not very nice. I I just don't like teasing and stuff like that. Like, like I don't like Like spit. mean shit. Yeah. You know? And I was definitely like the, you're being mean Well, person. that's good. We need more people like you in the world. Listen, I made fun of one person on the bus when I was in, like, fourth grade, and I will never forget it. To this day, I still think about it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. I mean, that's how you're built. I mean, and everybody, again, everybody that knows Kiki knows that it's not just, like, the talent. It's also the personality. Like, I, I've never, I mean, I would defy anybody to say anything other than this, but I've never met a person that, like, had a bad thing to say about she you. She doesn't know all my exes. <laughs> Well, that's because they don't exist to me anymore. <laughs> you literally shun them. <laughs> like, we were at a show and one of them was there and like Kiki was like, no, it's okay. We're cool now. And I'm like, I'm not cool with her. <laughs> I was like, they're coming to my wedding. So no, it's fine. No, you may have forgiven her. I don't No, Not that one. The other one. I already forgot. That's yeah. all right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. But no, they're just, you don't, I'm team Kiki all the way, as you all should be. So I don't blame you. So photography started then kind of like as a hobby? Honestly, so I kind of always had an interest in photography. And then I was like, I want to get a camera, you know, and uh, just because I don't know if this is just like my memory isn't the best, like obviously just from... <laughs> years and years of taking pictures taking pictures <laughs> and um i was like i want to memorialize this and just it was just so fun and i used to do it all the time in high school i took a ton of photos like back in the day and my dad was super into photography so i kind of like loved watching that and just i was like you know what i'm always at shows i want to start taking photos 
of black people. I can't believe you asked me to tell you my life story. <laughs> and then you interrupted me like 10 times. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, where was I? So your dad. Oh, so I was always at shows and I was like, I kind of want to start shooting these shows. It looked so fun. And then I got a camera and I started taking photos at whatever show I was playing at the time. Um, and uh, then I met Julia Zabe. I don't know if you remember her. She oh, moved yeah. to San Francisco. Um, and so she was, I was like, oh, I really would love to like start. She was, she was like the lead photog person at Upstate Concert Hall for so long. And um, she was like, yeah, sure. Like come shoot a show and we'll see if like it's a fit, you know? So I don't even remember what show I shot, but then she was just kind of like pretty, I don't know if the word is instrumental in helping me kind of jumpstart being a music photographer where, you know, she was then like, yeah, these are great. Let's help you fine tune your skill set and come, you know, and it gave me the opportunity to shoot a ton of live music and like, like really good bands, you know what I mean? Like bands that, that perform, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because like, obviously you're as good as your subject, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, if I'm sitting here shooting bands that know how to play for a camera, obviously I'm going to get better photos and I'm going to, you know, just tighten my skill set even more. And then now, God, that was like 10 years ago. And I think maybe I started really taking it seriously like five years ago, four or five years ago, and took it seriously enough to where I, now that's pretty much all I do. That's awesome. Just take photos, create content. I'm diving a little bit into video, doing like um, short form vertical reels for basically social media, like content creation. And I actually really love that. Um, I know a lot of people rag on content creation a lot, but I love it. It's just like so easy. Not, I don't want to say easy, but it's like it's a different way of thinking and mm -hmm. it's a different way of putting work out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but I mean, you're you're keeping with the times. That's just what right what is called for now. And so you're doing, like my my husband will make fun of me when he's mm -hmm. like, "Oh, you're making reels." I'm like, "That's part you of my to. job now." Yeah, it is. It's like you have to be like you're no longer like I'm no longer a photographer. I'm now a videographer, uh, um, an editor. I'm a business person. I'm an accountant. I'm, you know, a social media manager. I'm a manager, period. I'm an office manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, you have to be all these things in order to even survive in this, you know, visual, visual, uh, what is the word? Environment. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you really do. You really have to. And is it hard? Is it a pain in the ass? Sometimes. Yeah. It's very time consuming. You know what I mean? It really Especially is. like we were talking about this earlier. Um, where it's like you you know i'm i'm almost i don't want to say i'm sick of it but it's just it's so time consuming and it's such hard work and especially now that i have a baby it's like i don't want to be on my phone in front of them yeah and i want to just like you know be present with them and if i am on my phone it's you know i'm facetiming my parents i'm facetiming my wife who's at work or i'm facetiming her family or i'm taking videos and photos of my baby you yep. know what I mean? And that's like it really. Um, but luckily I feel like maybe you feel this too. We're in a place in our um, like careers where we don't, it does, it's not 100% necessary. I mean, I know more for you, it's more necessary because you're playing gigs and you're letting people know yeah. of gigs, but I don't feel like it's for me, like as 100% necessary currently. Well, yeah, because like you have steady work with a lot of different venues and a lot of different uh, bands. And so yeah. I have a lot of repeat clients. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, I have to keep building an audience um, so that each time I do a show, um, because it's such a small market around here. Sure. And even though I'm doing like comedy and I'm doing original music and I'm doing cover songs with the band yeah it's like i have to find a way to market each of those to make them seem different enough so that mm -hmm. i can get enough people to come out 
each time every weekend. Totally. And it's like a feast or famine, you know, like, yeah. like last Frankly, weekend. it looks exhausting. <laughs> like last weekend I had all weddings. So it's yeah. like, I didn't have to promote any of that. Yeah. And then like it's this. Definitely better paying too. Yeah. And then this week I had, you know, I tickets to sell to the show last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets to sell for Saturday. And then mm-hmm. the week after that, I've got a few that I have to sell mm-hmm. tickets to. And then I'll have a week where I don't. Yep. And so it's just, I have to just, you know, when a strike, when the iron's hot, like when something big happens, you get a lot of attention, keep that, keep the content going to keep the people sure. engaged. Yeah. There's so many different rules and like the algorithm changes and it's, it's hard to keep up, but I mean, you just totally. really have to constantly and, be posting things. And how do you make stuff that's engaging enough for people to even give you the time of day? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, I follow a bunch of creators and even sometimes their stuff, I'm like, all right, I'm bored of it now. Yeah. And I hate saying it, but I'm like, okay, on to the next one. Who's doing something, something cooler Yeah. or something that, because you know, we're always evolving as artists. So it's like my taste is always changing. Mm -hmm. My perspective is always changing, you know? And like, I see it in my own work. My work is also, it changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to grow. You have to like, I get fucking bored, man. I get bored of my own work. Oh my God, I know. I'm like exhausted of seeing the same shit that I do time after time. And sometimes they were like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, I fucking hate that photo. No offense. It has nothing to do with who I'm shooting or whatever. It's more of like how I shot it. Yeah. And how I edited it and how it looks now. And I'm like, okay, this just looks like another photo I took. Yeah. You know? And like I said, nothing to do with who's in it or whatnot. Yeah. It's all me and my perspective at the time. Well, for for me, um, same but different. I just got done finishing editing the comedy album and the special. And the first time I watched it and went through it and started taking notes and saw like show one or show two and did all that, I was so proud of it. Yeah. I was like, you did such a good job. Yeah. Now. Last week, I'm like, this is fucking trash. Oh, totally. I don't want anyone to see this. Yeah. I finally had to say to the producers, I was like, don't, I can't watch it again. Yeah. It'll don't make me. Don't make me. Mm-hmm. Because I started going, mm, can we? Okay, I like I, I kind of touched my nose right there. Yeah. It looks like I'm picking at my that, at that point, it's just like, you gotta walk away. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the things that uh, you know, you find as a creator, it's just like perfectionism fucking kills you, man. And also, like a lot of times quantity breeds quality. So it's like do more of it, you know, so it's like but in a case like that where it's done, it's finished, like you can't go back and redo it. It's like, how, what else can you change? Yeah. Yeah. There that, were things that I was looking at. I was like, man, I was like, like mm, my blush looks a little. Yeah. What am I going to do about you that? You can't do anything about it. Oh, my shirt was kind of tucked in weird that like. Uh, That's when you say is what it is. Yeah. Is what it is. That's like one of my favorite things. Because what can I do about it? Yeah. But it I feel happened. like we're also hardest on ourselves. Oh, Sure, as every artist is. Yeah. Like, what what true artist, I mean, obviously there's two out there that are like, oh, my shit's the best. Well, they're probably terrible. <laughs> some people that I see, <laughs> yeah, some people that I see that, that perform and put out content and do stuff like that, that just... <sighs> part of you for a second like you envy that they don't have that that crushing self-confidence issue that I have but then I'm like but they also have no self-awareness like you have to have some shred of like this sucks otherwise you're not going to try any harder some people don't though dude I know and I think maybe that's the reason why you know we grow and we find that our work gets better is because we hate ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't hate myself. I don't but, either. You know, but when I'm like getting, I do re- hate my work sometimes. When I'm getting ready for a show and I tell somebody that I'm nervous and they go, "Don't be nervous," and I'm like, "Oh, well, first of all, thanks. Why didn't I think of that?" Um, but furthermore, I'm like, "No, I'm like, if I'm not nervous, I'm not paying attention." Right, right, right. Like I need to be a little bit nervous, yeah. otherwise I'm going to go up there and, and I'm going to fucking blow it. Yeah, totally. And so yeah, like after the fact, it's like when you get cocky. I feel like is when yeah. Shit gets fucking weird. I can get down. I could be like, I feel really, really good about that. But like I had a show last night that I thought I did great. And I started watching some of the video today. And immediately I'm like, well, that skirt didn't look as skinny as you thought it did. Like, look at that poopa. And then I was like listening to the first joke. I was like, I thought that went a little bit better. You know, (laughs) I'm dying because I've been playing more Greek. So I play in a a Greek band. Mm. And so I've been trying to record myself, play drums more. And there's so many times where I've been like, Oh, that shit sounded fire. Blah, 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 blah. I crush that fucking like blah, blah, blah. and I come home and I like watch it and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck was I doing? Like, you look dumb, bitch. <laughs> you sound bad. Like, you call yourself a drummer? Yeah, literally I'm just like delete. <laughs> or like, but then at the same time, I'm like, it's like eight minute song and I'm trying to find like a 15 second. Yeah. Like something that I can post to nobody that cares. Yeah. 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 yeah when I'm doing like a, a, cause I try to do newer clips for promoting upcoming comedy shows, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to give anything away from the special yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying That's to find tough. jokes that weren't in the special, but not yeah. material that I want to burn. Oh, yeah. And so I find like an old clip of a joke. And so you're finding a joke that wasn't good enough to be on your special. Yeah, just, so you're already going to hate it. And, and this is like the whole thing. It's just like, well, then why am I posting it? For who? It ain't for me. No. That's why I've been saying I have I've been going through like five, six days stretches of posting. It's like if you don't think I got a backlog of fucking I I probably have like a million photos. Yeah. That's stretching it. Minimum a no. hundred thousand. I one hundred percent have a hundred thousand. I would I would believe it if you had a million. Done. Boom. Right in the bank. I could post five times a day for five years and probably still have photos to post. And I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. No. You know what I mean? It's just facts. I shoot a lot. Mm-hmm. Last year, I shot probably 40,000 photos. Yeah. Not even joking. I shot a lot last year. And like, for who? Yeah. It's like, none of it's relevant anymore. That's the thing that sucks kind of about live music. It's like, a lot of it is, you got to post within two days. Otherwise, it's not relevant. Yeah. Yeah. If I take video of something and I don't post it right away, I'm always like, eh. <sighs> and now and I've got it's like what's the point after? it's like 68 gigabytes on my phone it's taking up like oh, yeah. all of my phone storage oh, but yeah. I might use it someday yeah no but like <laughs> nah. I I won't but every time I feel like it's not working mm-hmm. I'll be like at the co-op or something yeah you know getting some bulk nuts and like some woman will be my like my favorite thing she'll be like you're the comedian right and you're like, no. Yeah. Wait, are they funny? Because if so, then yes. <laughs> Which comedian? Yeah. No, but it's always been like, you know, somewhat friendly. They're like, oh, yeah, you tell a lot of jokes about. Blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. But, that, you know, it feels good. And it's yeah. like, okay, at least True. this complete. Yeah. When, you, when you start to see complete strangers in your audience, that's when a feeling of right. like, okay, I'm doing something right. Right, right, right. And I, that's what I need is more strangers. Totally. And so, I mean, that's why it's like the nature of the beast is just to keep, you know, keep posting stuff. I mean, like you're like you're in a good spot because mm-hmm. nobody's ever going to forget that you take the best pictures. And like I love when people ask me, they're like, oh, I wanted to get in touch with Kiki. I wanted her to take pictures of me. I'm like, fucking get in line. True. Like, when I see her in a month and a half, I'll let her know. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't have a magic key. No, and it, it's it's like well, except for the cookies. Those cookies are fucking banger, though. <laughs> Literally, shit, I'll eat one right now. I bake. There's gonna be any left? I bake Kiki cookies as often as I can. They're so fucking good, dude. Listen, it's chew. <laughs> I gotta eat one more bite in. Even my husband today, when I was like, he heard the the standing mixer go, and he just goes, "Oh, we can make cookies for Kiki," and I'm like, "You know, I'm gonna leave some for you too." 
Yeah, but don't bring me to the house and have cookies there because no. they're all going to be fucking gone. Well, when I have cookies at the house, when you come over for dinner, I always set a baggie aside for you to take home with you. Yeah. So you can have the cookies that are... Because you're not dumb. I know. Yeah. I know. So I can't suggest that to other people because you just can't bake the same cookies that I can. So No, it's true. Yeah. So that's, so that's your only in. I remember you brought them to like a party one time and people were like made those cookies i was like don't tell her <laughs> i'm not telling you who made these you don't want to know i remember that party too because i think somebody i don't think they meant to be like a dick but they were like oh god more cookies and i was like yeah not i was like more they're gone i was like you don't fucking know clearly <laughs> like yeah i see that there are other inferior cookies i had co- i had cookies I, I hid them. I I know. I always bring extra yeah. for you to hide. Yeah, because they're fucking delicious. Like, here's some to put out for the guests, and here's yeah. your bag to put in the freezer. You're like, you can share some of these with your wife. And I'm like, can I? <laughs> Remember the time I told you I made you so many that you could put some in the freezer and how hard you laughed? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, didn't I text you, like, three days later, and I was like, LOL, the freezer. <laughs> I was like, these are gone, bitch. It was, uh... It was your 37th birthday, and I made you 37 cookies. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, if you want to freeze some, and like a couple days later, you're like, LOL, freeze some. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, they were gone. And At honestly, least we had I, COVID then, so everybody just paraded by, so nobody was going to come up and take your here's cookies. The thing. I think I even waited to text you, because I think they were gone before that, <laughs> and it was embarrassing. <laughs> but at that point, what were we doing? Just getting high and eating cookies. Like, what? I mean, the cookie part, yes, for me, not so much the high part, but me neither. I, that was, uh, your, your birthday was about, uh, a month into COVID God. and Kiki really loves her birthday. So we put Honestly, together, I just really love playing laser tag. Why well, I miss laser tag. Can we do it, another laser it tag? Fucking close down. Well, there's gotta be another laser tag place. If anybody out there knows of a laser yeah. tag place, let us know. It'll be us two against you. It was like the most fun thing for a birthday too, because I do have a lot of sober friends Yeah, and like some friends that, you know, just like my cousins would come, like my, yeah. nie- my niece started coming. It was, it was a really good mix yeah. of people. Totally. And it gave a reason to do something that wasn't just going to a bar or wasn't just going to eat or like something like that. It was like an activity. Yeah. And, and it was fun. It was fucking fun. It dude. was so much fun. And actually that year where you guys, that was so nice. You guys to do like the little birthday parade. But Katie got me like at home laser tag guns. Oh, we still have yet to use them, but <laughs> you know, because at that point we were just like, oh, we hate everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, now we need to have a, a Kiki birthday parade for sure. That was lovely. That was fun. And I, I feel like, what was I even doing too? And I didn't even know this was happening. And I think I was like, just like sitting on the couch watching trash TV. I think I told like, you that I was gonna bring you some cookies. And like you stood behind the door, we like talked through the glass for a minute and then down they came. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. COVID. Yeah. Good times. Because we may do. We may do. Yeah. Um, So I remember also when you were talking about leaving like other employment and doing uh, photography full time. Yeah. How long has that been? Um, God, maybe five years. I feel like it's been longer than that. Well, cause then, then I ended up getting, so what gave me the ability to do that, sorry, my nose is so itchy That's right, right. Now all of a sudden. Um, what gave me the ability to do that was I randomly ran into somebody and they were like, oh, we're looking for somebody to do graphic design for like 10 hours a week. And I was like, perfect. I was like, I could do this as something that would still give me some sort of like a buffer buffer. Mm-hmm. And then I can just really push the photography thing. Cause I was going down to New York city a lot at the time. And also for doing photos and just kind of like, sometimes I would go to Boston, just like wherever, you know, to shoot. And, um, this gave me the opportunity to be able to leave my full-time job and then do that for like 10, 12 hours a week. And then just do photos the rest of the time. And what ended up happening actually was cause I'm a, a psychopath. <laughs> Um, I was doing photos full time and then they had asked me to do more hours and I ended up just doing a ton of content creation for them, which actually helped me fine tune my skills in Mm -hmm. that area, you know, in the, in the end. So that was like 
nice. But then COVID happened. Yep. And I ended up, I think I, and this sounds fucked up. I think I worked the most I ever worked during that first year of COVID. Everybody needed content. Yeah. All I was doing all day was taking photos and creating video and doing social media shit. That's what I was doing like for hours during the week. I think at one point I turned to my wife and I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I was like, and and it's not like I was making more than somebody fucking not doing anything, making $600 a week. And that's, I'm not like knocking that at all because like props to you. I wish I could have been the one doing that. Yeah. Just like, you know, getting my life, contemplating my life and what I'm doing and making that kind of money still on the side. Um, but literally I worked the most I ever did. And now, uh, now I quit my day job, my quote unquote day job. I still do freelance photos and I'm just a mom. That's so awesome. It's like kind of a wild roller coaster of a ride to then just be like, well, thank you for this opportunity of bringing me full time during COVID and staying that. But I'm like, I got to go be a mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now I just do freelance content creation on the side and do fucking mom shit, dude. I go to like a baby gym. You know what I mean? And he like, it's some fucking wild shit. It's like wild. <laughs> and I'm like, who wants to be my mom friend? Oh. I'm at the library, like harassing these women, just being like, can we be friends? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be a mom, but I would like almost to have one just so <laughs> we could gonna... be moms together. Dude, I'm going to join the fucking PTA and it's going to be a blast. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I'm going to transition my whole business model as soon as I turn into the PTA. Oh my I'm God. I'm only going to do candid photos. Are you going to change the way you dress? No, I oh. got a fucking ass on my arm. Look at her dance. Katie hates it. You can't really see it, but oh my god! I'm like Pete. I'm like what's his face? I'm Pete from Pete and Pete. <laughs> when you have the dancing lady on his arm. Oh my god! I try to make the mermaid dance, but she doesn't dance as well as his booty does. No, because that lays right on that perfect oh, muscle. Perfect. So nice. Yeah. I'm I'm considering my next tattoo. I kind of want it to be Fozzie Bear. Go for it. I can't get it out of my head. Go for it. Right? I was hoping you'd say me, but that's I already have a well, Kiki wait, tattoo. Well, what is it? Kiki. Oh. <laughs> could you imagine? If... Remember all the cartoon heads of you I used to make? Yes. Yeah. I could just slap one of those on Please. my thighs. Right? I would die if all of a sudden you're like, look at my back. And it's just a montage of me. The picture of you in front of the gong. That's like one of my favorite pictures of you. It's from like 10 years ago. I'll find it later and send it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It always pops up on my phone for some reason when I'm looking for overlay old shit. Overlay it on the video. You better I, overlay I, I will the have video. to overlay yeah, it on yeah. the video because you just look so like, it, it was like a, like a rocking on the river in Troy or something. And I don't even know, like, I think you just had hit the gong and you looked like God, guilty and bored. Oh, it sounds on brand. It was a great combo. I feel pretty guilty and bored a lot of the time. <laughs> I'm not even Catholic. You don't have to be. No, I'm Greek. That just makes you feel. Oh, yeah. So if anybody's having a hard time understanding Kiki, it's because it's... English is my second Eng language. English is her second language. Honestly, one of the coolest things about being a mom right now is just I just speak to my baby in Greek, and it has... It kind of fucks me up a little bit. What the fuck was that? Where is that from? Rocking on the river. We were backstage. Yeah, but like who had a gong? I have no idea. The band I was opening for. Wait, are those all photos of me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's us with the robot penises. L. <laughs> oh. L. I am. 2014. Yeah. That robot dick. Just you flipping me off after you got all your mozzarella sticks at your dad's oh diner. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Was I... Was I drunk? I oh, yeah, you were hammered. L That's my shirt yes. now. I still have that vest. That vest was like the biggest thing in my wardrobe for real. Well, the fact that you were wearing that purple shirt and the vest and I came over to make you dinner and yes. Phil, your old roommate, yeah. we love Phil. Phil was there and he was also wearing a purple shirt and a and with a, a black vest. vest. Yes. Yep. That was the night you made that chicken. It was like chicken curry or something. Yeah. And you were like... Oh, maybe like whatever, whatever, there'll be some left to take home. And Phil and I just looked at each other and we're like, bitch, the freezer? <laughs> bitch, there ain't nothing left. 
I was like, I was so full in like the best fucking way. I was like, I could, you could have fucking threw me in the river and I would have drowned. <laughs> I would have sunk to the bottom of the fucking sea. My curry game has even gotten better, actually. So it's on point now. I make that homemade naan. Yeah, that shit was good. Yeah. yeah. It's gotten better though. We like saved it too. I was like, I'm saving this. And then we like. But that was back when I did like paleo. So all that shit was gluten free. Like now I use all the gluten. <laughs> you say it like it's like illegal. You say all oh, I do. Gluten. We're going to snort some gluten. All of the gluten. Well, I know how you like your rice. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I would, eat, <laughs> I would eat rice all day, every day. Rice, chicken, and cucumbers. Yes. Steady diet. And eggs. And put them all together. <laughs> Katie's like, are you making a chicken omelet with rice? <laughs> yeah. What of it? It's like veggie fried rice. <laughs> add an egg. <laughs> chicken fried rice, add an egg. So what do you think is, uh, I feel like we could just gab all day, but uh, what do you? what is the best show you ever photographed? Probably Jenny Lewis at Oma Gang. Okay. It's, Those pictures were fucking I was also fire. sobbing shooting it. It was one of my top five bucket list people I ever wanted to shoot and the the stage setup was gorgeous and she looked stunning and yeah. just like she's like a performer yeah you know what I mean yeah, and you captured that show perfectly dude actually you know what else is one of my favorite shows I ever shot St. Vincent that oh was, those pictures came out great as well dude talk about some she I don't know very much about her as like herself as a human being but if she wasn't in theater, I don't know what the fuck is going on. She was, it was an amazing, amazing, amazing show. She just crushed it. And just like the vibes were there visually, aesthetically, it was stunning. And one of the hard things about that was like kind of like medium post COVID, we weren't even allowed to get into the pit. So I shot, I had to shoot everything from the sides and from the back and wow and from the top of the the venue where they have that little the like, bird's nest yeah the little bird's nest um and like that was a really really that show was just so fucking good and then third was my band at pride this year yeah that was like <laughs> you know that was in my top five yeah. I always, whenever I get to do an event where I know you're going to be the photographer, whether or not I've called you to do it, right, right, like I, there there's just always a moment where like, like we're flipping each other off or oh, like 100%. just, I do something that makes you laugh. You do something that makes me laugh. It's like oh, my yeah. favorite fucking thing in the whole world. It's just because we're like buds. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, oh, it's like a weird, like almost like twin talk kind of thing like yeah, yeah, yeah don't have to say anything we just start laughing at like the the dumbest shit oh totally it's, like what i'm like i don't even know yeah oh yeah it's basically like just us sending middle finger memes to each other all day <laughs> you like how i flipped the switch on that other one and just said i love you <laughs> and then i get all like sentimental i get like all teary-eyed <laughs> i was like oh i'm gonna get her with this one <laughs> Cause they like, got okay. me. All right, I know where this is going. And then a little froggy's like, "I love you." I'm like, "Cause it got me." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I'm gonna send this to Eric to go fuck her up real quick. She's gonna think she's, she's gonna think it says like you're gay. I was waiting. Yeah. I was waiting. Me too. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. I felt pretty good about it. Now, if you could shoot anyone in the world, who would it be? I know it's hard to pick one, but. Honestly, probably Taylor Swift. Really? I, my wife just threw up in the yeah, background. Yeah, she did. She, she totally just Swift. threw up. Yeah. Um, I just respect her as a female in the music industry. Okay. And I think any photos or anything I've seen of, especially this recent tour, has just looked absolutely professional and stunning. Um but I would also love to photograph Beyonce and also Ariana Grande um, as like pop stars. I love how you're listing all women. That just, of course, makes my heart sore. I don't care about men. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I do. I enjoy photographing men, but just women are just more pretty. And I think they deserve my attention more. Okay. If that makes I, sense. I love it. Um, 
Like, who else would I want to photograph? I don't think you're going to get canceled. I think you're... Cancel me, bitch, for wanting to <laughs> photograph women. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, who else would I really want to photograph? Um, honestly, I feel like I've photographed so many people that I already truly like. That's awesome. You know what I mean? That, like, I can't even... Honestly, I would want to photograph Bjork. Ooh, okay. I, I'm sure that would be like wild. Yeah. You know, because in my mind, half the time I don't even care about, I mean, this sounds weird. I don't necessarily care about the music. As a photographer, I mostly care about the aesthetics. Yeah. Because you could be, you know, I've photographed a ton of people that are like amazing musicians, love them as artists, love songs, et cetera, et cetera. But like, visually they're not that exciting sure so it's like for instance i photographed greta van fleet i don't know many of their songs but it was probably like visually it was an arena show and i hadn't i don't really photograph a lot of like arena arena stuff yeah. and there was like pyrotechnics and all sorts of shit and it was like really really cool to photograph something like that because they're fucking rock stars yeah you know what i mean yeah um I would actually like to see what you would do with a Taylor Swift picture. Cause like admittedly not a fan. Mm -hmm. I don't dislike her. Cool. I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. But I feel like I would respect her more if I saw one of your pictures of her through my lens. Yeah. She would seem cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like harder, you know, yeah. she's, she's very like soft. Yeah. Yeah. True. And honestly, admittedly, I didn't even really like her until this one album came out that didn't really even sound anything like her other stuff. And I was like, oh, these are kind of bops. I'm like, I could fuck with this. Okay. And then actually I started reading more up on her because I'm just like obsessed with women in music because of like how they always get shafted in basically every aspect of it all, mm -hmm. especially a female drummer and a female photographer in the music industry. It's not always easy to have the doors open for you yeah luckily i've been doing it a very long time yeah. so now i just know everyone and you know i feel respected and stuff like that but um just i did like a deep dive and i saw this one campaign that she did when she released this album red and it was like she did this whole thing with target and with keds and it was like only being sold at target or something because of red and how target's colors are red and i just thought that was like really really smart okay business yeah and i've only ever seen the business aspect of her her entity oh yeah you know since then and that's more what i respect than i even do the music fair point you know what i mean oh yeah i mean obviously like i uh, like would be like called a hater for saying i just don't it's just not my kind of music that's totally but fair. like i mean i'm obviously impressed with what she does, and she seems like a really good person. Dude, her fucking uh, live music movie just came out, and it is already the highest grossing. It, it The pre-sales made it the highest grossing live music movie of all time. It's kind of nice to see somebody. I know it sounds really fucking vanilla, but it's kind of nice to see somebody that is being that popular without being gross and controversial totally it's kind of refreshing and people are just so obsessed with her relationship status <laughs> that it's just like no one's that obsessed with bruno mars's relationship status yeah ed sheeran well that's because she writes all the breakup songs write what you know dude who cares yeah. they all write breakup songs look at half of ed sheeran's discography yeah it's all breakup shit and well that's why i that's why i don't cares? write anymore because i'm married i'm all married broad okay it's fucking boring man i don't so know what to write about love songs baby no love i can't songs. write you can't hear me write i love his big strong muscles <laughs> i love watching him work out i like watching him eat muscles oh my god and i first love of all, when he bangs it out he would oh you're writing the song for me <laughs> yeah. first yeah. of all if i ever watched him work out you know he'd call me a creep I know that because you've texted me before. Yeah. I send you screenshots of how often he calls me a creep. Oh, yeah. 100%. Whenever I'm in like another city, if I see like a firehouse, I like take yeah. a picture in front of it and send it to him. And he's like, you're such a creep. Yeah. But you know what, though? You just love him. I do. 
I'm obsessed with my wife. Yeah. Sometimes she's like, you have to stop telling people that you're obsessed with me. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I'm literally obsessed with you. Her mom. It's like, do you know how much more obsessed with you that makes me? Right. Her mom will go, we get it. You love her. And I'm like, yeah, aren't you happy? Yeah. That I'm obsessed with your daughter. You're welcome. Yeah. Whatever. Haters going to hate, 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 hate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we could literally talk for days, um, but I'll just have to have you back on and bring you some more cookies and get another session in. I'd be down. Oh, you know who else I would want to photograph? Who? Florence of the Machine. Oh, yeah. I feel like that visually would be beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, because she's like a flowy outfit kind of lady. I saw her. It was like. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was no, like. No, it's fine. It was like 11 or 12 years ago, but it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I'm sure. She was just on fire. It was like. I watched this video of how she made that like first album. Um, and half of it was just like not instruments. Just like random shit in her studio that she recorded and basically altered to be sounds like a bass drum, snare drum shit like that and i think that's so i love like listening to the process of when people do shit like that it's just so fucking epic and to you know especially now in the days where a lot of people just use electronic mm-hmm. stuff just to be like oh she's like i found this bucket outside in the alley and i took it in and i was just like oh this sounds kind of cool and it's like some boom, august boom. rush shit right <laughs> like you know i just think that shit is so fascinating if somebody bangs into a radiator like wait do that again yeah yeah oh yeah a yeah, ding, yeah. A ding, yeah. A ding. yeah no it's just like you know i'm sure you've experienced it as a recording artist you know i'm not that good i don't know man. you write pretty good songs <laughs> well thank you you know i'm trying to write more but i'm just too happy i can make you miserable Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Your cookies are trash. <gasps> We're not friends right, anymore. I'll take them. No. Okay. See? Yeah. <laughs> I know my place. I told my husband, I'm like, because just, you know, could you like just verbally abuse me for just like one day? I'll get a whole album done. I can't even imagine him doing that. No. He, no. he was so sweet at your wedding. He was just like, I'm just so happy. Aww. And I was like, I'm fucked up right now. Don't make me cry. Okay. I'm fighting with that's, your brother. That's twice don't now I'm going to have to bleep his name out. Oh, sorry. That's bad. okay. Uh, I, no, I don't want people looking him up online. Yeah, because then they'll be like, ooh. He's going to shoot him with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Wait, you were fighting with my brother? No. <laughs> oh, with I, his brother. I, I almost fought with your brother. I know. My brother was a mess at my wedding. Yeah. He literally walked by me and <laughs> ate my pizza right out of my hands. He just snatched it with his mouth. I was like, my dude. <laughs> You're looking, I'm fucked up, and there's six more pizzas in there. <laughs> there were so many pizzas. I'm going back in. Every time I talk to, like, somebody else, it's been, like, two years, and I'll say something about my brother, and they're like, yo. Because <laughs> it's just so funny, because I love your brother. I, I've never, I've never he was He was in a, he, he was rare in a form. We, rare form yeah. that night. I mean, he's, oh, he he's was wearing a kilt. So yeah. He was wearing a kilt, which was my, my idea. He was running and sliding across the floor on his yeah. knees. So I can't imagine what that looked like the next day. Woof. And then when he was late in the fireworks. Oh my God, I forgot you got fucking fireworks. <laughs> but the way you would like light them and then you just see this kilt like running through the fog. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody got horribly injured that Dude, night it's like lighting fireworks is the type of shit where you're like this is why women live longer than men uh, yeah 100 i watch those things and i think about my son and i'm like please my dude please it'll help that he has two moms do parkour <laughs> don't do any of that shit you know i'm like don't you dare fucking play football he already looks like a street fighter though that's oh that's God, his mark he? he's gonna be a street he fighter looks, sometimes he'll, i'll put a backwards hat on him and katie's like why does our son look like the school bully? <laughs> <laughs> He's got this real like 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 McGregor kind of like he does he does look like he does MMA. He's got that little faux hawk thing happening. He fucking moves too. My yeah. dude is strong. I sit here sometimes and I watch him and I'm like, have you just been doing? He does pull ups all day long. Dead ass. He lifts himself up. He slowly brings himself back down. He's not even a he year old. Himself. He has a six pack and he's got defined biceps well you named him rocky what did you think was going to happen not that (laughs) i thought maybe he'd play bass and sit down on an amp in the background somewhere 
wearing white New Balances. You don't want him to be a bass player. Come on. If, as long as he's good. <laughs> he's going to be a drummer. Let's be real. Yeah, right, well, duh. Yeah. He's going to be a drummer. Drummer by night, street fighter by day. Or the opposite. Hey, whatever. He'll make fight his own club. rules. Just like about his mama. Fight club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't make rules around this house. That's why I'm married. <laughs> There's always rules. Yeah, in the on, best way. On that note, before we get in trouble again. Cut that part out. Well, I'm going to cut a lot of this out. Oh, <laughs> no, tragic. No. Are you going to cut out my, can I please be number 269? No, I'm going to leave that part in. You better, because I had to say it six times because uh, yeah. it kept stopping. A lot of, a lot of takes. <laughs> I'm still learning how to do this, and uh, we're, I'm glad you're all on this journey with me, this terrible journey as we Listen, all plummet into the earth. I'm still learning how to be a human being, so. Who isn't? At least we're still learning. True. We could have given up a long time ago. Think about it sometimes. At 6.45 a.m. when I hear him crying and I'm like, bl- I couldn't blink harder. <laughs> this morning I was like, ugh, again, <laughs> again. When you texted me about the poop one time. Fuck, he shit all over me. He has shit on me more times than I even want to admit. It's What's funny is that, like, I've seen parents have this kind of reaction to that, but you are like, like, I fucking, you want to trade him in. Like, you're just like. <laughs> I love him so much. Love him so fucking much. But the other day, he, he like, he's, he likes kicking his feet now on, while well, you're changing him. He hates being changed right now. He, he like, screams uncontrollably. But he had shit everywhere. And he slapped his foot on shit and slapped it on me. <laughs> and I was that's like, assault, brother. That's assault, brother. <laughs> and that's where we end it. That is good. Did we wake him up again? No. All right. He heard me talking about how he shit all over me. I'll tell you real quick. I remember the first time he shit all over me. I had a, it was like a hard day too. And I was like alone. Katie had just gone back to work. And I was like, just getting the hang of this, being a mom thing. And he wasn't as like, like I was still scared of him as a baby. Yeah. Just like, you know, like the, when he was first born, I was like, the nurse, please put him on me and take him off. Me. But he shit everywhere, all over me. And I was like, this is it. This is how I go. Yeah. I go, this is the end. <laughs> Katie's going to come back here and I'm going to be on the ground crying in a fetal position. Shit all over me. <laughs> Here we are, six we months are. later. Here we are. Thriving. Thriving. Thriving and it's surviving. It's been so wonderful. Pleasure was all mine. I'm glad we got to do this. Me too. Know, if anything, to just eat dinner with you and talk. I know. Yeah, it was very nice. Street noodles and cookies and yeah, maybe a little hair brushing after this. <laughs> you know I don't really yeah, brush I don't my hair. Brush yeah, hair. No, you brush mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I'll pick out the lice and If shit. you could, that'd be yeah. fantastic. I'll sit right that'd behind be... you and I'll go <laughs> and I'll eat it. Perfect. End scene. <laughs> okay, for real now. All right, Kiki, I love you. I love you so much. Uh, for those of you listening, Kiki Vasilakis, spell your last name. Uh, v is in Victor, A-S-S-I-L-A-K-I-S-F-U-C-K-Y-O, yeah. I'll tag her and stuff so you make sure that you follow her, like, listen, follow, share, all that bullshit. Subscribe. Subscribe, right? smash that subscribe button yeah if you could and um thanks for tuning in uh to mistress of none this is aaron harks with kiki vasilakis and i'll talk to you in a little bit love ya okay thanks bye you're listening to the mistress of none podcast with aaron harks Welcome back. This is Mistress of None. I am Aaron Harks. That was Kiki Vasilakis. Um, of course, I'm going to share her name, and so you can look her up if you don't already know who she is. Uh, I love her so much. That was so much fun. I was actually at her house last night doing other types of work, and now we have this running gag over like who's going to wake the baby. Um, but I went to see her last week. I usually will bring her some cookies just on a whim. And I went to see and her little boy 
who's only nine, but the kid's like ready to start college. I can't believe this kid. He's just like ready to walk, ready to fight. He's awesome. And he just like crawled up these steps and just crawled towards me and put his arms up. And we just both burst into tears. Like this kid is amazing. And it's so much fun to see Kiki. I've known her for so long. And now to see her as a mom is just so much fun for me. And it's like a whole new Kiki that you didn't think was possible. Like a new level of lovable for her. So, um, yeah, if you haven't checked out her stuff and you want to look her up online, Kiki Vasilek, she's on Instagram and Facebook. She just takes the most amazing pictures and she's getting into video and she's worth following and loving and liking and sharing and all that stuff, much like the rest of this, which again, uh, we rely on the support of lovely folks like you to not just listen, but to share with your friends, share with, you know, I joke, I say, you know, tell your friends, tell your enemies, just because you don't like them doesn't mean they're good, not good people. Uh, but there's a lot of truth to that, you know, just getting the word out because um, I'm really enjoying this and I'd love to keep on doing it. And I won't always talk about, you know, my shameless plugs for shows I have coming up. But this the next few weeks are going to be clutch. I have two amazing monthly shows running in Saratoga and one is for original music and one is for comedy. <clears throat> and like I feel like the luckiest girl in the world and we have to make sure that these shows thrive because that's what I want to do and that's what I was meant to do and that's what I'm going to work really hard on is original music, comedy, and this podcast. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, this weekend we have a fun uh, big band show at Lake George Beach Club Friday night. Uh, that's not original music, but that's fine. Um, and then on Sunday, I will be at the Saratoga Winery uh, supporting my good friends, Little Saints. Um, they opened for me at Cafe Lena back in June. They have an EP release uh, that starts at 1 o'clock. That information is also on my website, AaronHarks.com. If you sign up for the mailing list, you get a chance to get free tickets for the release party. All the information, I send it out honestly like four times a year. Like you will not get spammed. I cannot stress that enough. I am the worst when it comes out, when it comes to sending out this mailing list. Um, I got a lot of exciting guests coming up too. So make sure you subscribe, check back in, do all the things. Come see me live. Be nice to one another. Let's have a good time. Let's get through this winter. It'll be warm again before you know it. That's it. I'm super distracted. I'm sorry. All I can think about is getting this fucking special finished. Now, so, um, but the interview was long enough, so I'm going to cut it short right now. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. This is Aaron Harks with the Mistress of None.